And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who tries snack foods on YouTube where she deemed Pepperidge Farms pumpkin spice cookies more disappointing than a post-prom smoothie party. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man whose one story note for all TV showrunners is the same, needs more karate. It's Alan Moss. And he's a writer-producer who once wrote a song used in Grey's Anatomy, which may not have been the ambition of the young punk rocker. But then he probably shouldn't have written a song called The Ballad of McDreamy's Sexy Chest Hair. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to turn moldy soy milk into moldy soy milk aid. I'm her husband, Daniel, and when my wife speaks to me, my mind drifts away to a land called Gulariath. The realm of the Ruby Vale, where everything I say is understood perfectly, and subtext has been outlawed by the order of King Bjormund the Simple. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen! Hello, my little pineapple chunks. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Greg. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Hey, Alan. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I have this drop that I'm very, very excited about. What if it's not funny? True. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Jenna, no need to rain on his parade. I know. Okay, play it. Jill. Go ahead and play it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a drop that wasn't really uh, what oh my goodness it's so good to have everyone back yes um doesn't it just feel good it does you guys I'm it happy. just feels good around feels right. this table um so a few little notes at the top my patreon page is up and running you can go there rewards bonus content um jenna will be the special guest on this month's patreon Ooh. episode Woo-hoo. and right now um patrons can submit questions for me or for jenna or for both of us and we will answer them when she's on the show when you hear this that will be your last day to submit them because we're recording that night but i'll make sure to check questions from that night so um go to patreon.com slash allison rosen for all the fun with that we will be at Podfest on september 24th at noon um lapodfest.com is where you can get tickets if you can't be there in person you can get a ticket to the live stream you can stream the whole festival you can see my entire now at this point very pregnant body there's a lot of people who are like, I feel like we're never going to get a bump shot. And you will. <laughs> but just get a ticket to the live stream and then I can't hide it. I can't hide it from you even though I am hoping I can hide it behind like a, a pillow or some water. I guess watermelons are used to hide breasts. But like what is usually used? Traditionally, yes. Traditionally. You can all just like... I mean, cantaloupe. Did I say watermelon? I meant cantaloupe. Of course, yes. yes. What do you mean you are traditionally used to hide... In what context? Austin Powers. Uh, you say, <laughs> 1930s Warner Brothers yes, cartoons. exactly. Well, back in the 17th century when the church was covering all the statuary with cantaloupe. <laughs> yes. You've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Statuary. I know. Is that the plural of statues? I don't know. All right. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Some art historian should write in and tell us. Mm. But anywho, get your uh, <laughs> get your live stream ticket to the Cantaloupe 
baby bump fest <laughs> by going to LAPodfest.com and use a promo code Rosen, you will get a discount. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you for Amazon support. And one more announcement. The Allison Rosen is your new best friend lapel logo pins Ooh. or logo lapel pins which are included in the Patreon official fan club packages are now available for sale to everyone. By the time you hear this, just go to my website, go to the store, you'll see them. Okay, have fun. Oh, All right. So lots of stuff. I've got a what does Al know? <gasps> oh, should we just start with that? Yeah. Let's just start with that. Okay. Start. It's a cooking science question. Doesn't the song have to play? Yeah, I'm just setting it up first. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah no, it I, does. All right, okay, sorry. I don't want to produce the show, but like I thought, <laughs> it's okay. I thought sometimes you, you we smash into the song. But I guess what you do is you start the question, and then in the pause between the question and the answer is when the song plays. I never, you know, I don't even know. It's always a surprise Jeff? to me. I like the part where we vamp a little bit to give me five seconds to find the drop <laughs> yeah. because it's a big surprise to me, and I don't have it loaded. Okay, I like that so part. So anyway, it's that's my favorite part too. Strong it's what opinions. makes it come alive. Um, it is a cooking science question. It's a cooking science question. And I was thinking, I wonder if Greg will know. And then I thought, wait a minute. I wonder if Al knows. So let's find out if Al knows. Would you like to know? What does Al know? Do, 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 do. <laughs> wow, Trap Dog added some scat singing to that. Now, for people who don't know, the way this works is I ask a question, and then we go around the table, and we say whether we think Al knows or not, and then Al lets us know if he knows. Now, this one, I don't know, actually, if anyone at the table will know. It's, an, it's a minor cooking science question. Do, do we know who's winning so far? <laughs> No one. The listeners. Al. Okay. So I have noticed that some kinds of soup, uh, that like a cream of mushroom soup or a cream of celery soup, perhaps even a cream of chicken soup, especially the low-fat variety, I will open up a can and it'll be like thick and gelatinous like it's supposed to be. Creamy, I suppose, more than gelatinous is what they would... It's really more gelatinous than creamy. And then I'll eat like half the can and... If you're wondering mm. how is it that I'm eating soup but eating half the can, it's because I don't believe in um, diluting it with water because that makes it kind of icky to me. Well, I just like to eat up. it plain. Sometimes I just eat it plain. Sometimes I put it I put it on cauliflower today. That's beside the point. And then I'll put it in the refrigerator in a Ziploc bag, and then I'll revisit it the next day, and it'll be completely liquefied. You put the soup in a Ziploc? The I put can? the whole can in a Ziploc. The whole can's liquefied? <laughs> No, the can is still the, the can is still can shaped. So it's when you first open it, it's, it's gelatinous. The, yeah, it's the correct you, consistency. And then after being in the refrigerator for a night, when I come back, it's totally liquid. And I don't understand that because, like consomme or something like that, the colder it is, the thicker it gets. So why is this soup liquefying when it's cold? Why don't you just put like saran wrap over the top of the can? Because then I have to open the drawer that has a saran wrap. And first of all, the drawer might not open because there's like all sorts of craps shoved in there. And I'm risking cutting myself on the serrated edge of the saran yes, wrap. And saran wrap my is problem. a pain. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't stick to the edges. Not always. the worst. You know what I highly recommend? The, one of those can openers where it cuts around the lip of it and it makes a little lid that you can put right back Ooh. on the can. 
It's super cool. Where does one get that? I'm sure Amazon? they're all they're all, are, all over Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. It's amazing. Ziplocs are expensive. That's I know. Like a tremendous I, waste of Ziplocs. I reuse them. Oh, touche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's like a kind of disgusting open Ziploc sitting on my counter right now, just waiting for another soup can. And a dishwasher full of Ziploc bags. <laughs> yeah. <Weird. laughs> and, a, and a room for our Ziplocs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, oh, oh, sorry. I, I don't think Al knows. I have no, I have no idea. This whole th- scenario is mystifying mm-hmm. to me, but I, so this is a straight, science question but it's predicated on the knowledge of what cream of mushroom soup is and i should add this is a this is a healthy version campbell's healthy version like low fat cream mushroom so there might be other ingredients even in it are we do we at this table suppose that al is a like a science expert or do we just just ask him anything science is a thing Um, (laughs) yes I, i i believe al does not know the answer to this I believe that Al thinks he knows the answer to this, <laughs> but I don't know if it will be true. <laughs> I think he, he I'm going to say he knows because I think he can come up with an answer that sounds right. Okay, I was continue. tempted to go yeah. that direction you know, too. I, yeah. Daniel? <laughs> yeah, that feels right to me. He'll, he'll make an educated guess, but he doesn't actually know. Yeah. Jeff? Uh, I concur. He's, he's going to make a very well educated guess, but I, I don't think there's a pre-existing answer that he knows as a, as a piece of knowledge <laughs> but it counts as knowing if he can All infer right. al uh it has to do with the can being pressurized yeah so when I they when they s- when mean? they seal it it's actually pressurized which i think prevents the the mixing and then once you have air into it there's no pressure it's allowed to separate my mind is blown. Hold on. Wait, I have, but we don't on. know the hold real... On, hold if on, he hold knows on, hold on. That's true. Yeah, hold but it on. sounds good. You didn't say it's separated. You said it turns entirely to liquid. Does it separate? No, it liquefies. It still... That still stands, but the I, answer. I, I, the answer stands. <laughs> and just so you Jenna know. I will defend Al's answer. I don't know if it's right, but for some reason, I'm defending it. But it's, the but pressurizing it is thing is sounds right. How complete, dare you? It's complete BS. I have no idea. Oh. I have no idea. I should have looked at the ingredients because maybe that would have given us some kind of. Yeah, I would have guessed it had something to do with air getting into Uh, the can. I think it's air because every time you like, when you puncture the can, it it, like lets out a puff of air. I think that's the difference. It feels like a design flaw, not a design flaw. It feels like there's a flaw in the soup. I bet you there's an episode of Sesame Street that goes into the (laughs) factory that'll show us. Maybe. What I wonder is whether the full fat variety also does this or if it's some sort of fat substitute that it's just weird though because like i said a gelatin thing in the refrigerator is gonna hard, harden hmm mm. listeners if you've experienced this let me know is there a separation to the soup or the soup o- the overall viscosity gets more liquid it so like just if you turns go back and to stir liquid. it it doesn't change no it doesn't go back. it doesn't mm. it, it doesn't emulsify again it or does whatever? not you're just you're just you get like what? creamy wobbly soup when you open it up and then after a night in the refrigerator you have liquid you should try you put it in the ziploc bag mm-hmm. so you should try sealing it just a little leave a little open and then suck the air out and see if it um <laughs> does that what about how do you consume the soup that you take out of the can do you just pour the top end of the can off oh interesting that is interesting. maybe it's the spoon 
maybe repeatedly dipped in that has a tiny bit of i can't believe the butter sprayed directly onto it no it's not though because when it happened today i was like why does this always happen with the soup and i don't always eat it the traditional way with i can't believe it's not butter well i was just thinking that maybe depending on how you took like the top half of the can maybe you were taking the soupiest parts right. of it and leaving yeah. behind the This is a molecular threads. gastronomy yeah. mystery here. It really is. We need yeah. Wiley Dufresne. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and his liquid nitrogen tank. All right. Well, thank you, Al. I, I appreciated pleasure. the answer, even though I don't know if it's It's answer. always fun when we play What Does Al Know when there, we never get to find out the answer. <laughs> <Yeah. at> the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> we still don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Can we get back to this guy named Wiley? Who names their kid Wiley? So Wiley cool people. is this chef. No, I know who he is. WD. Okay. Yeah. But Wiley went out. Is that a real with, name? It is. And do you want to know what his girlfriend's name was? When I, I don't know why I'm, I'm like. Coyote? My arm. <laughs> I, I wish, this is when I, why I wish we had videos so listeners could see the weird, semi-sassy, but also just awkward way I'm holding my arm. Holding it up and like pointing at you <laughs> like I'm having a hand spasm. Um, when I worked at Time Out New York, Wiley dated Miley. Oh, Riley Carpenter. The I think they might be married now. Actually, is that kid Riley? (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) When did that's not from tonight? Is it? I don't remember when that was. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Okay. So, Greg, welcome back to the show. Thank you. We missed you a lot. We did. Thank you. How are you doing? I am doing fine. I feel very strange all the time. Um, your dad passed away two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, I feel really weird all the time, and I feel guilty all the time. Like, you laugh about something for 10 minutes, and then you feel, like, super weird about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm doing okay. Uh, I wasn't ready for my dad to die, but he was sick. He had Parkinson's. Um, and I thought I was ready for him to die, but turns out I super wasn't ready for him to die. So it was, it's been very rough, but I'm at... I was. I had a really good final visit with my dad, and I'm like totally at peace with the way that everything, well, with the way my relationship with him ended up. But it's been. It sucks. Yeah. But I think I'm doing okay. I went back to work today, and uh, and you go in and out of it. Like you forget about something, and then like Super Tramp comes on the radio, and you freak out for 20 minutes. And so I, I think I'm probably uh, at a normal stage of mourning at the two week phase. Mm-hmm. That would be my estimation. The, you should be over it in. Two more weeks. If you're not over it, <laughs> right? You're just a bad person. <laughs> so you feel guilty for moments where you know that scene on Saturday Night Live, like a month after 9/11, when what's the guy Lauren Michaels said to the mayor of New York, like, "Is it okay if we start yeah. being funny uh-huh. again?" And he said, "Why, Why start, start now?" now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that like five times a day. I'll be looking at. I spent most of today looking at casting reels for a show that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I would just be like, who gives a shit if this person's funny? This has no significance. Like, what is the significance of this joke? Who cares? Why does this matter? And then you go, actually, it does matter. This is your job. This is what you do. But it's very tough. Like, a lot of things that seem important stop seeming important really quickly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's, yeah. But I think I'm doing okay. I think I'm doing okay. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't doing okay. If I wasn't, like, ready to laugh mm-hmm. and do fun stuff, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't be here. So I think I'm doing all right. Good. Um, and then I just wanted to ask, you said that um, you thought you were ready but you weren't. Do you think it is even possible to be ready for something like that? We left my father's house probably five times in the last year and a half. And I would turn to my wife and say, I'm ready to get the call that my dad's dead Hmm. because he was sick because he was sick. And, um, because it was really hard to see him. Uh, Hmm. and because I thought he was unhappy and all this stuff. But 
I don't know if you're ever really ready. No, you're probably not. I think this yeah. is probably proof that you're, there probably is no such thing as ready for the phone call. It was super, very traumatic to get to have someone say that to you on the phone. Who called you? His wife. Mm. His wife called me. Well, it's, mm. it's always traumatic. There's this idea that because you know it or you expect it or you're accepting it that it's going to hurt less. But all that does is, is takes away the surprise. Right. The hurt is just, it's always there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're entitled to feel as bad and, as you And know. also, my dad lived 69 years of his 71-year life between Malibu and Glendale. So everywhere that I go in Los Angeles, I've yeah. been with my dad. Mm-hmm. Every, like, every restaurant and every street corner and every place you can imagine, I went with my dad. So there's no like escaping it. I tell you what I think... The hardest day is going to be is I'm going to Vince Gully's last home game, and I think that will be the hardest day because oh, I was wow. really my father and I were really bonded about. We went to hundreds of baseball games together, mm-hmm. and I spent a measurable percentage of my childhood listening to Vince Gully on the radio with my dad. And that's the thing that I've that I'm most not not looking forward to, but that's the thing I think is going to be the moment when it all hits me all at the same time. I think yeah. it will be that moment. And I bet next year when it's a new announcer. It's going to feel like there's an absence too. For know? sure. For sure. And it would have felt like that way if my father was still alive. Right. But the, we had a real connection about like Springsteen and Vin Scully and a couple of places we used to eat in LA that are always going to be very sentimental. Yeah. You Instagrammed a photo of his favorite sandwich mm-hmm. that you never liked. Yeah, still don't. It was still gross, by the way. I, thought, <laughs> I wanted to ask that. I yeah. wanted to ask in the comments. So how was this sandwich that was, you never liked? That was such an interesting moment because... Tell us the sandwich. The sandwich is a is a veggie on nine grain bread at a place called John's Garden, which used to be sort of a hippie sandwich place up in Malibu. You know that if you look on TMZ or whatever, they always show famous people playing at some playground in Malibu. Okay. Anyway, it's in that place, but it didn't used to be like that when I was a kid. It used to be my dad is like if the archetype of like the canyon hippie bearded guy in the 70s means anything to you (laughs) that's what he was he had like a beard he smoked tons of weed he always had a hat on (laughs) he was always listening to you know tom petty and he would make me eat there with him every saturday (laughs) and it was right next to a hot dog place so I'd walk by the hot dog place, and all oh, you want is a hot dog. Oh, yeah. no. That's all you want. And my dad would go, you don't, need that. you don't need that crap. You don't need that garbage. So he'd take me to John's Garden, which in the Instagram post I noted, instead of chips, they actually give you orange wedges. Yeah. Which, think about how horrible that is when you're a kid. And he would order a veggie yeah. on nine grain, and I would get one, and I would just hate it, and I'd watch kids eating hot dogs, and I'd struggle to get it down. So I, after he died, I was like, I'm going up, and I'm getting the sandwich. The place is still there. It's changed a lot, but it's still there. Um. In fact, John, I I used to know he would see me and ask how my dad was, but he's been bought out many years ago. And I sat in line staring at the menu and I was like, I want the veggie on nine grain. I want the veggie on nine grain. And I hate nine grain bread. I I hate it. I think it's disgusting. I I don't understand why people want seeds and nuts in their bread. I think it's gross. And I got up there and I was like, I'll have the veggie on whole wheat. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I I sat there. It must have been really odd because I was alone at the table, sat there like still holding a sandwich and crying. Um, No, it's fine, actually. It's kind of bittersweet, right? And kind of in some ways, it's kind of cute. And I was like, "There's why are there so many fucking sprouts on this sandwich? <laughs> so disgusting! Like, who wants to eat this many sprouts? Like, this is until so it was the weirdest. That was the weirdest moment. But uh, I, there was something very warming about it. It was very strange and kind of funny, but still gross. Yeah, I just think like 
a sandwich shouldn't have like f- four knuckles deep of sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> Sprout, you know? It's like a lot of hair. Yeah, I just, I thought it was gross. I ate half of it and I brought the other half home to Ayala and I was like, this is my dad's sandwich. I'm not going to eat the other half. So why don't you do me a favor and eat it in his honor? Um, do you think he really liked it or was it, he was just trying to be healthy? I think he was trying to be healthy because yeah. my dad was also the kind of dude who was just like healthy, 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 healthy. And then if you put a cheesecake in front of him, he'd eat an entire cheesecake yeah. in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, he, he liked, he wanted to be healthy. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing okay. And thank you everyone for kind words and all that. It was very nice. Well, speaking of food, Jenna made a really fun video where she tried oh. like all the pumpkin spice <laughs> mm-hmm. foods. I know, except I went to the grocery store today and found like four four more things that oh, are no. new. It's I know. like ants. There's always a I few know. more. You even you know? made cookies for it. Yeah, I like did mixes. Baked I like things. baked things. It was a Seriously. ridiculous. So here's my question. I don't yeah. know if you are willing to reveal your secrets. Oh, yeah. But did you shoot that whole thing in like one one afternoon or whatever and did you have all the foods out and did you eat all of them in the span of a short amount of time and were you sick by the end uh all of yes yes and yes <laughs> so i had i like got everything baked and i got sam in bed because she was in it but i like was waiting for her to wake up from her nap so she would be fresh and so i got sam in bed i put all the snacks out on a little table in front of me and i did filmed the whole thing in like 20 minutes and then felt sick for the rest of the night because it was Mm -hmm. so... What I should have done is like a spit bucket, Mm -hmm. but I was not thinking and I took a bite of every single one of those things and it was too much. It the was baby so food much. was last, and I think that's what did you in. The baby food, I tasted <laughs> yeah. that last. It honestly was like eating throw up. It was the grossest, mm. most foul. It was so much worse than nine grain bread. It was like... <laughs> like, But it was worse than normal baby food? Yes. It was really? pumpkin flavored, and they didn't put anything in it. So you were eating to strip pumpkin. straight pumpkin. But I thought pumpkins and carrots were what kids were into. I thought that those were popular. Are those not popular it's baby squash foods? Is, squash is... Squash. kids are like... Yeah. Sam will eat squash and sweet potatoes. Oh, like, that's what I was thinking of. Pumpkin without all the sugar mm. and the cinnamon and the nutmeg is awful. Yeah, it's huh. kind of rough. Yeah. It's kind of huh. rough. Yeah. So this was just like mashed up. It was... I the gags in the video are a hundred percent genuine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. So what was your favorite? Oh, the donuts probably. The donuts, yeah. the pumpkin donuts were delicious because the they were just covered in glaze. Mm. And then I also really am into the Cheerios, the pumpkin spice. Cheerios. I saw a box of those at the those store, and good. I was very tempted. I like. I am up. I'm obsessed with them a little bit. Are they and really sweet or no? Not really. That's why I like them. It's mm-hmm. like a kind of. Like a soft hit of pumpkin. It's not like right in your face. <laughs> Notes you know? of pumpkin. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. It seems like the successful pumpkin products don't overdo it. With yes, the just subtle. Not yeah. too much nutmeg. Not too much cinnamon. It's like all very balanced. Yeah. Anyway, Cheerios. And you even mm. had a, a like pumpkin spice colored backdrop. That was a tablecloth for my wedding that we stretched <laughs> over the green screen holder, and then Al helped me tighten it up. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, it looked perfect. <laughs> Thank very, you. It, w- Thank it was you. very amusing. I enjoyed it. Everyone Thanks. should go watch it. Yes, do. Um, but you were probably pretty tired after that. And you know what could have made your slumber quite a bit better? If what? you had a super high quality yet affordable Casper mattress, which is latex foam and memory foam, Casper has revolutionized the mattress industry. 
you guys have heard me talk about this before, but I'm gonna talk about it again. That thing where you're like, I need to buy a bed. So I'm going to go to some store that has a bunch of beds and I'm going to lay on a bunch of them and somehow think that you can figure out what you want that way. You can't. Studies have shown that does not correlate to being happy with your purchase. It's just not, it's just, it just doesn't work. So Casper has come along. They cut out the middleman. They sell directly to you on the internet. Uh, you choose your mattress. You receive a box. And you think, how can a whole bed be in that? Even though it's a pretty big box, it's not bed size. You open it up, you watch your mattress unfurl, and then you sleep like you've never slept before. And you think, why didn't I do this before? That's what I'm saying. Why why didn't you do it before? And risk-free trial and return policy. So you can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. The mattresses are made in America. There's a special offer for listeners of Allison Rosen as your new best friend. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend. So again, that's www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend terms and conditions apply okay let's see so we have a snack chat thing here which i'm afraid of we have an advice question we have some yes please or oh please a lot of people sent in those we have just a question that i want to ask the listeners so i'm going to use this time to ask i want to learn photoshop who here at this table knows photoshop okay jenna (laughs) raised her hand greg raised his hand daniel raised his hand and jeff raised his hand alan you don't know oh i know it i'm not very good at it but okay. like I could, uh, like if you wanted me to draw a mustache on your face, I could, I could do that. You know, <laughs> that's or like it's funny you say that because that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> yeah, really? what I need. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, well, I could do that. What do you want to do? I want to. Okay, so like the logo pins, the lapel pins that we're now on my web that we're going to sell on my website. On the front of my website, there's this slider that has all the pictures of like the most recent episodes, but I can put a new picture in there and, and it can be like logo pins or whatever. So I want to be, and it has to be a certain aspect ratio. Right. So I want to be able to design something that probably has a picture of the pin and says, has text on it. Like that's a thing I want to do. I also want to be able to change the background color. Like I'm thinking of changing my iTunes art and I want to be able to change the background color. I should say, Daniel can do all this, and he's really, really good at it. Like he does all the graphics, Ugh. the um, each week. So I'm really lucky. I was going to say I could show you how to do this. Could, well, that's what you have an in-house person. That I know. Knows how to. I guess I could. I guess <laughs> IG. Yeah. yeah. Somebody that somebody that lives in your bedroom raised their hand when you asked who knows how to do Photoshop. <laughs> who uses Photoshop? twice a week not three feet away from you (laughs) well i was gonna say i'm very lucky that you're willing to do all this but i would like to learn how to do it myself that did occur first i was like i should i'm gonna take a class i'm like i'm not gonna take a class i'm gonna watch youtube videos i'm not gonna watch youtube videos i'm gonna read a book i'm like maybe maybe daniel could just this is the vibe i've successfully made it so that she feels like she doesn't want to bother me with (laughs) (laughs) well the funny thing is you're gonna be I thought I'll, I thought of another guy. And I'm like, I'll ask him to teach me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I'm going to ask you to teach me. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's how I'll learn. But in general, when undertaking learning something like this, how would you guys normally go about it? Uh, I just learned Photoshop in the last like two years, probably three years. And I just would open it and take a picture that I wanted to mess with and then start doing things. And then when I couldn't figure it out, 
I would go to YouTube. Okay. So I would go to YouTube for like specific things. Okay, yeah. I need to cut this picture out. How do I do that? Go mm-hmm. to YouTube, watch it. Okay, now I want to know how to whatever else. And then I, so I go to YouTube for like the specific things that I'm trying to learn how to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it for me, it was just like a picture by picture. Yeah. I think I didn't just go in and be like, I'm just going to learn this. It was like, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to force myself to get in there and do it. I think the best way to learn that kind of thing is, is just to have little challenges for yourself and then just play around with it, you know? And because, because the programs tend to have an internal logic. And once you do a few things, you can sort of intuit the other things and then you start to figure it out. It's weird because I don't think of myself as completely hindered in terms of programs or like I'm pretty good at figuring stuff out but Photoshop is not intuitive at the level of that I'm not in the beginning but then Daniel's right once you learn a few things and then also once you learn what certain things mean Mm -hmm. like certain inverse and layers and all those things once you figure out what they mean in Photoshop you can start to understand like oh I know how to get to where I need to be exactly like basic stuff like layers and selecting things and how those things affect you know like that, you can pick up right away. There are more advanced things that are kind of hard to figure out, like paths and things mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, you you could figure it out. There's a book series that I highly recommend whenever I'm trying to learn some tech program. Uh, it's called Classroom in a Book. Because the problem with audition, or not audition, um, Photoshop. Photoshop books, is that there are a bunch of them and they're as thick as... Yeah, we book. have one. I may have that. It and is it's, a, oh, and really? I may have the classroom in a book. Yeah, the oh. classroom in a book is they have a very straightforward tutorial in it, and there's lots of information, but it's not so much that it, you're overwhelmed by it. So it can get you up and running and teach you everything you need to know. And then from there, once you kind of get the basics, you can branch out and look at the help documents or look online. But I, I like that series a lot. I've used okay. their books a couple of times. I will check it out. So um, pregnancy update. I'm now almost halfway through my pregnancy. Um, I still have not felt the baby move yet, although I'm supposed to, but I have what's re- what's called an anterior placenta, which means the placenta is on the front of my uterus, um, which is actually weird to me because we watched them place the embryos on the back of the uterus, I thought. So mm-hmm. they they were, or it was active and moved. But that's migratory embryonic syndrome, right? That's MES. Isn't is that? that? No, that's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so. Uh, that sounded <laughs> so real. Really oh, my Especially word. Especially when you knew the, what CVS stood for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who else here had the anterior placenta when they were baby? Do you remember? <laughs> Anybody? I actually remember, I remember you could smell the belly button, which always made me think I must have been on the front of it. <laughs> it smelled like seaweed yeah just a tiny bit but no I don't really remember my placement right at the end I remember right at the end but, but anyway <laughs> having the placenta on the front I guess makes for more cushioning so that you like you don't feel the baby's kicks as much although my doctor said I should feel it any day so hoping to feel that soon oh it's like having a like a, an insulated womb mm-hmm. yes yeah. Right? yeah it's like there's, a, it's like there's, there's a giant band, acoustic tile there's in there. band practices happening in your stomach <laughs> and you can't hear it outside oh my god yeah. I should have band practice <laughs> it'll be stomach. kicking your spine though and you won't have the I know that, that, I know I wondered about that but doesn't your spine not maybe have nerves? Maybe that's why your back's been so... Oh, yeah, maybe. 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 You know? It either doesn't have nerves or is all nerves. Yeah. I don't know which... <laughs> Al, does your spine have nerves? <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I think it does. Yes. Because okay. when they give you a spinal, that just it's the nerves. But doesn't your brain have no nerves? What? Again, I think, I think it is nerves. nerves, but I don't know you feel anything in your, your brain. Your brain does not. I yeah, don't think it I think does. you can, oh. like, when... You, you can uh, touch it and not know. Yeah, no when nerves. someone's brain is open, open? When someone's head is open... Yeah. I know what you mean. How do you say, yeah, when, when you, you can... lift the back flap... <laughs> yeah, I know this. <laughs> no, 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 this is true because in that movie Hannibal, the guy doesn't know that Hannibal's eating his eating brain. Eating his brain. He's yeah. just sitting there watching the guy, like, butter fillet his yeah. brain or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Is he well, getting dumber yeah. and or losing control yeah. of Yeah, yeah, he gets stupid. He gets dumb. Uh, note that I will never watch it. <laughs> I know. And I wish I hadn't even asked about it. Snack chat. <laughs> so anyway, um, I I am now officially wearing maternity clothes. I went to, I had kind of chronicled my issues with maternity clothes before. I'd gone to a, uh, pee in the pod, which is expensive. But this time I just went to motherhood. It's, it's so affordable. Uh, by the way, they're not a sponsor or anything. And I got jeans and shirts and stuff. And um, anyway... Day one of wearing the jeans, which are actually actually comfortable, unlike the super expensive pair I bought before, which I don't think I'm going to wear, and I'm bummed that I already got them shortened, but that's a whole separate topic. Um, it's a great then, story, though. <laughs> I know. It's, it's really worth it. Cause it mm. <laughs> I feel like so only true. Daniel can say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not even I'm him, missing really. Yeah, okay. You're missing out. <laughs> No, it's okay. Me, Alan, general. Like, yeah, it was a good story. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Anyway, <laughs> I was wearing the new jeans, which they're kind of they're kind of tight and stretchy, but boot cut. I was in the kitchen. I took a sip of water. I swallowed wrong. I coughed, and I peed, <laughs> and then I coughed again, and then more pee came out, and then I co- I couldn't stop coughing, and every time I coughed, a gush of urine came out and flooded my underwear. <laughs> And it started dripping down my legs. Could you could you just take that back and find a more graphic way to say it than <laughs> gush of urine flooding your underwear? I didn't get enough of an image there. Oh, I don't that's know if there's no, so I don't know. Just oh, imagine, no. you know, when there's a forest fire and the plane comes and yeah. right, 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 you know, it was like that. Right. Yeah. So a gush of urine is saturating your underwear or whatever. Gushes, and then what repeated gush. gushes, and I'm coughing. Right, okay. And Wendy's in the doorway, and I'm saying, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me," which makes no sense because she's just staring at me. And so then I like she wasn't waddle. At no, all. she really wasn't. No. You d- she, you don't want her in an emergency. No, you really don't to be your wing. Unless man. the emergency is someone needs to eat these treats out of my hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's you know Johnny on the spot. Right. Someone needs to burp in my face and lick <laughs> her lips. Yeah. <laughs> so I waddle to the bathroom, and then. Because the jeans are now wet, I'm having trouble getting them off, and I was wearing boots, so I had to lean down and unzip them, which then created further spillage. Mm. And I don't know if I mentioned on this show that I fell down the stairs. Um, I didn't. It sounds like I fell down all the stairs. I just ate shit on the bottom stair, uh, which I think. Remember before this, I dropped like five boxes of popsicles at the store. So the clumsiness continued. Now I'm just very careful with everything I do because I accept that my center of gravity has changed and I'm very, very clumsy. So that was very unpleasant. And I skinned the shit out of one of my knees. Um, So anyway, it was very tough to remove the urine-soaked pants without disturbing the knee scab. So the whole thing was pretty awful. I would say that was like a real This pregnancy update is turning into a cannibal corpse song. It really is. (laughs) I know. Go back to telling us about the guy uh, having parts of his brain eaten. I don't know. This is like a Grindhouse movie about pregnancy. I'm sorry. You were saying some of the piss got into the scab or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I I didn't share this part. 
Wendy was like so all about the scab. She like oh, I she was, <laughs> but I kept I said no with enough force that she accepted that she could not. I don't know what she now, wanted to do, but I was like, it's going to hurt whatever it is. Now, do you think the concentration of urine in the scab would have affected your dog's desire to lick it? Is that something that maybe had factored into it? <laughs> po- probably. Yeah. I think it was like a one-two punch of, ooh, scab, ooh, urine. You don't get that very often. <laughs> no. I think if you, I don't know that much about dogs, and I might know this, but I think dogs normally know when a scab is soaked in piss. <laughs> they definitely do. I think, actually. yeah. It's something, yeah it's something, Caesar Milan yeah. uh, has a book about it. Because I know that like coyotes and wolves know that, and I think it was yeah. passed on to domesticated dogs. Well, the, well they say don't let your scab get soaked in piss because dogs can smell it. Yeah, I know that's the whole thing. A dog can smell a piss-soaked scab from like two miles away. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. I saw that on Nat Geo. Mm -hmm. Nat Geo Wild, actually. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm lucky that wolves didn't enter the apartment and break the door down. Some coyotes were knocking, though, claiming to be with uh, Postmates, but I didn't. Anyway, it was awful. Sounds so yeah. <laughs> it was deeply unpleasant. Um, and uh, but now when I'm about to sneeze or cough or anything, I've like taken to sort of bracing myself mm-hmm. and cramping my legs. Do you do I the crossing like, of the leg? Because that's what I have to do. I feel like it yeah. Still. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Not as bad. It's definitely better, but it's it's not the same. It's just <laughs> you hear that you, this stuff happens, but you don't really think it. You don't really get how much it really does. You yeah. don't really get how much you're really going to piss yourself. Totally. That's And no one will ever be able to explain <laughs> it to you until you're pregnant and peeing your pants. Yeah. To this day, there are times when I have to go to the bathroom so suddenly that I'll be like, Al, I can't talk to you. And we'll be mid-conversation. I'll be like, I can't talk to you. I have to go to the bathroom. And then he thinks it's hilarious <laughs> to I continue. Do. And well, you know, oh, I have he's one, a real more, I just have one more thing i got to say. Just wait. Don't, don't walk away from me. Hang on. No, this, this part's really important, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm running to the bathroom. So yeah. it's a joy. The Life. time... <laughs> What's weird is there's no longer that buffer of like, I need to pee. No. I'll be okay. Yeah, no, no. It's <laughs> no, like, it's like it's, I need to pee. I'm not okay. Yeah. It's, it, it's happening without my mm-hmm. consent. Yep. 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 This is it. This is life. <laughs> You're welcome to the club, Allison. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. That's what I'll say. Okay. Let's do a yes, please, or oh, please. And let me consult my uh, list of these. Okay. Is there a yes, please, or oh, please song? No. Mm-mm. Let's come up with one. No, but... <laughs> I thought Jeff I've, was going to say No, it. but I've been saving a drop just for Greg's return, just to make him happy, to bring a little smile to his life. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period. <laughs> it's okay to laugh at that. I'm telling you, every every moment when I'm laughing, I'm like, why are you laughing? Your dad is dead. Why are you laughing? Your dad is dead. But stuff is still funny. That drop will be funny on any day of anyone's life. I feel bad for Jen. I do too. You could have played that drop over loudspeakers at Ground Zero on 9-11, and people would have just been howling laughing. That There's just, was that too dark? There's something too soon? There's something about that. It's 9-12 today. It'd be an odd choice. That's oh, whatever. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. It would have been an odd circumstance. It's a joke scenario. No, none of it is truth, but mm-hmm. that is that drop is hilarious. And I bet Jen, maybe. Maybe does Jen think it's funny? I don't know, but I like <laughs> sure. to think she does. <laughs> I hope she does. <laughs> and I heard it as it was happening. We everybody yeah, heard that it, moment right? as it was happening. And I was just like, oh man. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear it again? <laughs> okay. 
Bill. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her <laughs> period. You can hear Allison in the middle of it. You can? Yeah. Wait, play it again. Hold oh, on, play it again. Sorry. Oh, I thought that was real. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her <laughs> period. That was it. That was real. Yeah. That's, that's on the drop? That's on the drop. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I was... That laugh was supposed to serve two purposes. It was... I was trying to laugh with like, oh... I can see how that created chaos in your family when you're <laughs> your biscuit while she was. I don't even know what the original meaning of that I don't, is. I don't anymore. either. I think she had a, like a, a food biscuit, and that she. Was Jeez, saving. I hope so. <laughs> and her dad ate it, and she had a period at the time. And it didn't go over well because she was so hormonal and moody. Yeah. So she should have said, "My dad once ate my sister's food biscuit when she was." On her <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, should we do? Well, I'll surprise us with what we should do. But oh. we got to come up with a, um, an impromptu yes, please or oh, please song. Um, Here's one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. But th- well, then again, though, it depends. That's it. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> okay. Convertibles. Mm. I say. Hmm. Is, I gotta think about it. Yeah, it's like the SAT. Yep. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna time. say, "Oh, please!" Now, there, I can't. There's got to be a middle ground, even though that's kind of the opposite of what of the. Well, convertibles are a tough yes, please or oh, please, because in your brain you immediately think of a douchebag driving a convertible, right? It's hard to yes. like that you think of, but. I th- have you ever ridden in a convertible? Yes, that's yeah. what I say. It's oh, actually used to. Oh, really? But driving, oh, you know what? Driving a convertible is a yes, please. But yes, riding, please. ride being the passenger in one is an <laughs> oh, please. Because of the hair situation. Yes. It also depends where you. If it's a four yes. seater convertible, if you're in the back seat, oh my gosh. you have a completely <laughs> different appreciation for a convertible than the front. Like seat. you don't have one. You hate it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Correct. I love convertibles. I would love to have So you're one. saying? Yes, please. <laughs> I love them. However, his parents have this cute little convertible in Ohio. And when we were there and I was pregnant last year, we took a ride to some cute little tiny little town with an ice cream shop. And it has that very Stars Hollow feel. It sounds so cute. From Gilmore Girls Stars Chagrin Hollow. Falls. Yes. Chagrin Whatever Falls it's called. Yes. It's very it's beautiful. Cute very cute. And so we took a drive there, but it's like a good half an hour drive. Yeah, every bit at of least. That. Yep. And I was in the back seat mm-hmm. just getting whipped around with Alan's mom, and the two guys were in the front. And then on the way back, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll sit in the back, whatever. Because, you know, you're trying to be nice. It's your in laws. It's this cute car. But it was. You, you really got tossed around. Then Al sat in the back with me on the way home, and he was like, "I was like, holy How crap. did you endure so much time?" I got and home, and Jenna took a two-hour nap. Yes, because I was that exhausted, tired from getting blown Just wind on your face, yeah. and I couldn't brush my hair. It took me like. 20 minutes to brush through it and then I had a raging headache too. It was just terrible. So Mm -hmm. what's the part where you like convertibles? I want just my own really cute two-seater convertible when we're older and retired Mm -hmm. that that we just drive when our kids aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like convertibles are good for that weekend drive up the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, beautiful weather and you see the ocean. And other than that, 
it's just a shitty car with bad windows. You know, like it. You know, I, I, maybe I, the last convertible I was in had one of those canvas tops, but oh, you know, yeah. the windows aren't. It's, it's just like uh, it's the worst. Those cars, um, which Jeff, that's a rag top, right? When it has the canvas one. Yes. Um, my ex girlfriend had one of those, and I remember driving in it when it was really windy or really raining was deafeningly loud. Yeah. Deafeningly loud. But when I was a kid, my grandma had a T-Bird with a hard top convertible and I loved driving it. That's I fun. loved, loved, loved driving. It's almost like the 80s stereotype of what a convertible is, like a really lame red BMW convertible, like yeah. kind of destroyed the yeah. idea of convertibles. Mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. the best thing about a convertible, and because you can't do this in a normal car, is if you see a sexy lady on the street, you can tip, you can look at her and tip <laughs> your sunglasses down and give her a look, and it, it works. But it doesn't work in my car. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, and com- convertibles on the East Coast are fun because they're rare because all the tops get destroyed on them in the winters, so people right. don't have too many of them. And then it's nice there to kind of drive around in the spring or the summer. Mm-hmm. But out here, the couple times I've ridden in a convertible, it's just like getting punched in, in the face by the sun all the time. Yeah. And I yeah, don't, that's uh, true. It's too sunny. That's true. It sounds like we might all be yes, please, though. I'm oh, please. Um, oh, you are? Yeah, I don't like them. I'm an oh, please, actually. I, I think, just only like them in that one circumstance. I think yeah. I oh, please. I enjoy driving them for short spurts, but overall, I'm Opalies. I would not want to own one. I just I want, want one as like a third car. You know, like when later you guys get to third car status, yeah. Later exactly. in life, <laughs> yeah. later in life, when we have this car that we just drive for fun, yeah, yeah. that's what I want. That's right. I almost I dream big, you guys. <laughs> I almost bought an Alpha Romeo, like one of those little a spider. Is spiders. that what that is? Yeah, the, like the graduate car. Every time I say something about cars, I look to Jeff because I want him to validate my knowledge of cars. <laughs> I want him to go like, "Yeah, that's right, Grant. Yeah, you got it." Spiders, but it doesn't really spider, do that. Yeah, spiders a thing. Yep. Okay, <laughs> but it's like it can only be a weekend third car. You know, it can't be your car. Was that a four on the floor, three on the tree? Oh, I don't know. It was a eight. three on the tree. You're reaching now, pal. It's not a thing. <laughs> That's a thing, but you don't have them in Alfa Romeo. Isn't that a, isn't that a drum beat? <laughs> no, four on the floor is a drum beat, but it also means it's a four cylinder, right? Four cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it in, buddy. Reel it in. What does four on the floor, three in the tree mean? Four on the floor is a standard transmission. I think with those a are on the floor. Oh. Three on the tree is a three speed tr- uh, manual transmission with the shifter. On the, on the column, tree. which is a very uh, weird, yeah, you know, weird American thing. Yeah, it's three on the tree. You haven't heard that expression? <laughs> I haven't. If you've got four on the floor, there's three in the tree? <laughs> I've never heard, no. Well, be- between not. this and the urine scab dog expression, you know a lot of weird idioms. <laughs> I've been on the internet a long time. <laughs> I feel like a convertible is strictly for recreational joyriding in very specific weather. It is not, I feel like anyone, well, I guess you always have the option of putting the top up. I feel like if I had one, I would ride with the top up all the time, except for like once. <laughs> well, I have a sunroof, and I barely ever yeah. unspool that thing. S- sunroof is a good, happy medium, because if you're out driving on a mountain pass or a canyon and yeah. you want some sky, you yeah, can open it up, totally. it cools off the car, you get to see it, but you don't have mm-hmm. to deal with the top getting all messed up yeah. and getting punched in the face by the sun. My relationship with the sunroof is like my relationship with the bathtub, in that I keep thinking... I would mm-hmm. enjoy taking advantage of this feature that is in my car and also that is in my home. However, whenever I do it for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to either either the bathtub, like, okay, I got to get out. I can't. I'm not into this. Or the sunroof, I open it up and I'm like, look at me. 
Gotta close it. Sunroof is, sunroof is the car's bathtub. <laughs> is that another one of those idioms? <laughs> Ralph Waldo Emerson. You know what I like the sunroof for is if you're driving through the desert at night, like if I'm driving home to Tucson and it's night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to stop and get out to look at the sky or anything. Mm. You're going to look at it while you're driving? Yeah. Yeah, the moonroof. Yeah, and so yeah. you can actually see this, all the stars while you're driving through them instead of just the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you ever okay. do this? Driving through the desert at night, just shut your headlights off and see how long you can drive. <laughs> and then get in the other lane and yeah. see if they... <laughs> no, see seriously, though. Seriously. You're being serious. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I've done that. I've, I've done never done that. Before. that yeah, scares me. Because I'm afraid that I'll not see the road. And then... That's the fear, yeah. Yeah. And then that, die alone the in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But at least he saw the stars. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> Not doing it. <laughs> all right, so we were all oh please, except for Jenna. I'm yes, still please. yes please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish there, God, I wish there was a middle one. Sometimes, I think I might be yes please. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I think I might okay. be yes yeah. please. I think I might be Thanks, yes, Greg. You're welcome, Jenna. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, should we try? Okay, so Daniel brought saladitos, which he had. Oh, was this an yeah. episode that you missed, Greg? We discussed these on an episode. I definitely missed it. Okay. I've definitely eaten those before, though, and I do like them. They are salted plums, uh, and they, they frighten me. Let's so hear the They have two ingredients, dried plums and salt. <laughs> and, um, Daniel, you used to eat these in Tucson, Yes. Um, we used to get those all the time in elementary school. And in elementary school? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm gonna... I think they sold them at the, I want to say that we had a snack bar or something they may have sold them at. Mm, I don't know. Possibly. They smell like prunes. Mm-hmm. They really do. Mm-hmm. They don't smell any different. And I would know. I'm going to mm-hmm. pass them without trying them. Maybe I'll try them. I don't know. I've... You have a pass with pregnancy. This just... Pregnancy is weird. But you you taste tr- something you don't like yeah. when you're pregnant. You don't have to eat the whole thing. That's true. I know. Oh, Greg just ate the whole thing, though. I also just dumped half of it on your table. That's okay. <laughs> Al is really scared. I want them to be sweet. Oh, my like, God. That brings me back, smelling that. <laughs> it's hard. It looks like a peach pit. It looks like a petrified wood. Oh, it's surprisingly light. Jenna looks mm-hmm. like she's not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everyone looks like they're Ugh. not. Greg's going to go spit it out. Ugh. No one can handle it. It's horrible. Is That's it the gross. salt of oh it? so God. salty. Uh, no. Jenna, if you need to spit it out, you can too. <laughs> but Daniel's chomping down. <laughs> so you don't like put the whole thing in your mouth. You just eat a little bit at a time. <laughs> For the listeners at home, two people We've lost have two bolted. People. This is the first time bolted. Snapchat has caused this kind of reaction. Rapidly bolted from the table. Whoa! So that's it, a lot saltier than I remember. Right into the mic. So I never, I never said they were good. Did I? <laughs> you said they were awesome. You're like, oh, I loved them, man. They were so good. I could just eat them all. Maybe I did. Wow, that thing will so, spike your I loved blood them as pressure. A kid, but yeah. <laughs> Two, that is really salty. Two men still standing. Jeff would. Oh, we're gonna lose Jeff. No, I'm wincing, but I like it. It's Do you bad. really? Yeah, but I, I I had the benefit of seeing everybody else uh, scream and repel Whoa. in horror, so I took a very small bite. Right. If you take a tiny bite, it's tasty. Ugh. Yeah. If you bite it, you gotta. <laughs> Whoa. You can't just eat it like you'd pe- eat a piece of candy. Is it just a prune that's very salty? Yeah. 
Oh, I did that wrong. Yikes. Anyway, solidito's everybody. <laughs> so what is what is the technique? You just sort of just put nibble it in, on the edges. And just suck on it. But why? They're so horrible, <laughs> Sam is crying. Yes, them. that's true. That's what you just heard. <laughs> Samantha's crying because her mother's The why in question such pain. is a really good question. I think it's it's sort of the same reason kids like sour candies or whatever. It's just an intense thing that's happening in yes. your mouth. I like it. Does it have like a history of preservation? Daniel, Daniel and I just did a no look high five. <laughs> Is it like a preservation thing? Like had it been like passed down for 200 years and because you're in the desert, you're trying probably. to preserve fruit? Like I bet you that's probably. Because salt's yeah. going to be a preservative, right? Yeah, for sure. This is yeah. one of those we had to eat it things. Yeah. Yeah. And now we do it because we think. Yes. It's but like it's thing. so salty, it almost burns your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. That's the inside salty. of my cheeks are burning from trying to eat that whole salad. It's all, yeah. It's like almost, it's almost like hot. Yeah, it's it might be the saltiest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah, it's it's intensely salty. It's it tastes. It basically has like it's like concentrated soy sauce wrapped around a plum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be so, like if you left soy sauce warning. out and let it evaporate, like a right. jar of soy sauce, and let it entirely evaporate. And whatever was left ate it. That, that's what this would be. One serving, which is the whole bag. Can you imagine the whole bag? Oh, the that's bag. crazy. Has two hundred and thirty-eight percent. Of the uh, recommended daily allowance of sodium. But who that actually sounds bag? low for how I know. Salty <laughs> it's, it's, I thought it was going to be 20,000% of your daily recommended. The crazy thing is that there's 5,700 5, milligrams of sodium in a bag of these, and there's mm. probably like almost as much of that in a fast food meal. That's nuts. Oh, you didn't. You didn't even. You didn't go in at all. I, I took a little bite mm. and then I bailed out immediately. Yeah. As soon as I like tasted the salt, it was like, whoa, this is way too much for me. It's rough. Way too much. It's rough. I'm glad I had it. I mean, it's an experience. See, I would. I would like these <laughs> at the beach post surfing. I think they would be good. So be good with beer. Oh yeah. Good with beer. Good with beer. Yeah. Like if you're wondering, well, why do they have these? It's not for kids. It's for people who are drinking beer. Hmm. I believe that that's mm. probably why you do solid eat those. Mm. Well, I'm sorry that I've harmed you guys in this, in this manner. It's uh, it's Daniel's fault. They're horrible. <laughs> did we did we say that already? Okay, Jenna's back. <laughs> <laughs> now, Greg, I've noticed you're not drinking. That's correct. Yeah, uh, I drink a lot less when I'm sad. Is that weird? I, I like no, don't it's probably healthier. Probably good. Uh, yeah. Um well, it would be good if I just drank a lot less, but I don't have the like thing of like I'm sad so I'm going to get drunk. I actually have drank like hardly at all since my dad died. Mm-hmm. Um Is it a wanting to be in control thing? Or? No, I don't have like a desire for it. I see. Drinking to me is like even though I drink too much is like a happy thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the desire for it when I'm like going through really heavy stuff. I've pretty much been sober since he died actually. Um, I mean, that's going to change super soon. It's <laughs> probably good, though. I mean, if, if yeah, the drinking is there to avoid feelings. feelings I'll then tell that's you what, bad. though. I am avoiding smoking weed like the plague because I have some feeling if I got high, I would freak the fuck out super hard. So that I mean, there'll be a there'll be a long break from that. Has sure. there been a time in your life where you've avoided it before? Because I know and I smoked a fair amount of pot in college and one year, my junior year, um, my friend got held up by this guy holding a meat cleaver at the gas station. Jesus. It was really, it was, um, do you remember where the Pomona Mining Company was? Yeah, of course. There was yeah. a gas station like right under it. Right. And we were there at night 
and um that's actually kind of a spooky part of yes off the 10 too right there that's yeah. kind of like a dark spooky place and the thing is hmm. my dad is so like i grew up hearing so many things that you should never do because my parents are so overprotective and so anxiety prone and so i always grew up hearing like never go to a gas station late at night never go to a gas station late at night um and i figured oh i'm in a group it'll be fine and then after this happened i was like oh my god what if they're right about everything and i became like afraid of everything um it might have ptsd was, basically yes i right. did actually right. so i was in the car and i heard this thud and it was my friend being like pushed up against the car mm. and i turned and looked and there was this guy holding a meat cleaver and like he had crazy eyes he probably on crack or something did you drive and, away <laughs> no i was in the back seat oh um and i thought he was going to come in the car next and the doors weren't locked Jeez. and um and like i made eye contact with him which really scared me afterwards because i kept being afraid i was going to see him out but anyway after that i was very aff- i don't know that i ever smoked pot again in college because i was like i can't i'm too scared all the time yeah that's happened to me a bunch of times i've had like periods where i've been like i don't want to have anything to do with anything psychedelic because my brain is already doing that yeah. without it mm. um i mean i'll smoke i'm sure i will smoke pot again my dad would want me to as yeah. weird as that sounds um most of my family would but uh it's i'm gonna take a break because my brain there's just some things i don't want to think about yet the yeah. house is full of pot smoke! <laughs> uh, oh oh hey if you like what you're hearing subscribe itunes.com slash allison rosen follow me on twitter at allison rosen follow show's twitter feed at a-r-i-y-n-b-f and uh, if you'd like us to answer your advice question, send it to show at gmail.com. We'll get back to doing advice soon. Um, Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram, Daniel Quants. And uh, D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Al? I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Jenna. Nice. I am at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram um, or Jenna Tries on Instagram. You can check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones on iTunes or at jennakimjones.com slash podcast. And Greg? I am at Dong Attack. I meant to say this before. If you have any interest in learning anything about Parkinson's, you can check out the Michael J. Fox Foundation, which my father was not active in, but which he wanted people to donate to after he died. Should they just search Michael... J. Fox. Yeah, it's super easy. It's the Parkinson's fight. It's the only one associated with Michael J. Fox. Excellent. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Andrew Ant says, can only cut my fingernails after a shower because they are so thick and hard. Hashtag guys only. <laughs> Everyone is uh, no gross. So he's saying that Finger I guess the water softens your keratin yeah. yeah. or whatever. That's the best part about cutting your nails is when they're hard and they fly off. I do that with my toenails, but I but do my fingernails? fingernails. He said his fingernails. Yeah. Nah, he must have toenails for fingernails. <laughs> 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 but I I did trim a toenail the other day, and I was just one my big toe, and I was agog at how thick the nail was like <laughs> I, like i don't know where this came from yeah. but it was just it's miles beyond all of my other nails <laughs> i don't know why it's so did you have difficulty cutting it no but it was it was like if my regular fingernails were the thickness of a dime this was the thickness of like a silver dollar it was just <laughs> cr- it was crazy 
Hmm. And I thought this is only going to get worse. Yeah. Were, were you? A, would you, Would you characterize yourself as being a gog? <laughs> I was a gog. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that as well. I was almost apoplectic. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my fingernails were thicker. I feel like I could. I feel like get more done. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's so manly to have big, thick fingernails. You have big, strong fingernails. You could really like. You always you know. hear women saying, "Yeah, such tough fingernails." Right. <laughs> what if he was women gross, were really... but man, those fingernails! Oh, what manly fingernails um, he had! But Daniel, <laughs> mm-hmm. how do you even know what your fingernails are? Because you bite them off before they even grow in. W- one might say, "I know them better than you do," because I bite <laughs> them. I'm, I have a very intimate relationship with my fingernails. Well, that's true, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, I don't think biting them affects the thickness, does it? Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, you don't know what they would be like if they were fully grown in. Well, doesn't it, though? Doesn't biting your nails weaken them? Yes, 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 it does. I well, I bite my nails too. I'm, oh, really? I, yeah. oh, do you want me to come over and hector you about it? <laughs> Please, actually. Well, I have no. You bite your nails bite too. Nails yeah. Oh my actually. god, you guys need me. But uh, <laughs> I do think if you don't bite your nails, your nails get stronger and stronger. How does that work? I wonder. Like, what's the? Because I feel like I'm at the the dead end of the fingernail, not the live end. You know what I mean? I'm me. like. See, Daniel? I don't know. I think I read that or heard that somewhere, I though. think it's familiar as well, but who knows? Hey, Maybe it could be something me. my mom told me, and then now I've well, believed it. Is there any fingernail Alan. doctors out there? Let us know. <laughs> Jenna and Allison, can I ask you guys a question? Yes. So my wife collects these like fancy like bathroom shit from this company called Tweezer Man. Do you know what that is? Yes. They I make like tweezers. They make like high-end tweezers or whatever. I'm constantly mystified by the fact that she cares about the quality of her tweezers. But oh. there are these tweezers. <laughs> oh, they're not tweezers. They're for plucking eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They have like a pointy end on them. The best you know? kind. They are also the best thing in the world for cleaning the dirt out from underneath your fingernails. Does she Ooh. know that that's what you Like I am telling you, they were... You know the little... The little fingernail clippers with a little hook and yes. thing. On. Yeah. Those things suck. They suck. They're too thick. They're... That thing that you pluck your eyebrows with is is so amazing for getting dirt out from under your fingernails. And every time Ayala sees me doing it, she's like, what are you doing? Those are eyebrows. Why are you doing that? And I'm like, why does it matter? How could this possible? How could one possibly affect the other? Well, it's so getting w- really close to her eye. But what does that have to do with my fingernail? Are you dulling Bacteria. it, though? Are you, like, going to mess it up, no, maybe? it's just like putting a knife under your fingernails. Would you, If Al did that, would you think that was gross? I probably wouldn't be excited about it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Be like, yeah. yeah, don't do that. Really? Allison? Yeah, I'm with Jenna. <laughs> I'm with Jenna and I all on this one. Yeah, because yeah. there's, like, dirt and stuff on your fingernails, and then I mean, she's taking the implement and, like, Getting all up. In if her I with saw it. you do it and then I saw you wash it with soap afterward, I'd be cool with it. I dip it in alcohol afterwards. Oh, oh. then it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I just need on. to know that it's been sanitized after that. Right. Hmm. Wait, I'm not sure that I know the kind of pliers you guys are talking about because, truth be told, I have a tweezer man tweezer set of tweezers, but I don't use them. I use this one that I think is better. It's called like Rubis or something. It's better than a tweezer man. It. it it kind of is. I don't have. It is. I don't have, have tweezer men or man. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I have a tweezer woman, and no, I uh, mine is the pointy kind though, which is so much better than the one that's. Is just it slanted, slanted or is it? No, like, it's like, like a needle nose. It's like a needle. It's like nose. needle nose. Yeah. yeah, I need to get that. so much. I need to get better that. 
I can't even pluck my eyebrows with the other kind. I my, can't yeah. pluck it with the tweezer man kind, but with the other kind that I have, even though it's also slanted, it's like a little sharper. So that's I what you I need. Get in there. Tweezer um, man makes those kind as well. Just just in case you have a preference. I know all about tweezer. I know I can name almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Wait, name almost every I need tweezer to ask man. a question. I'm sorry. I just do. Alan, Jenna, you guys bite your nails, but your nails don't look all bitten. How is that the case? I don't bite them really far down. You know, like once I once the nail is short enough, mm-hmm. then I go like, okay, that nail's done. Really? How you bite okay. your nails? You Absolutely. do not strike me as All a nail biter. Because your nails don't look particularly bitten. Yeah, His look a little uh, more than they're mine. Bad. They're worn down. I would but say. also, I think of sometimes will be in pain. I think of nail biting as a oh, as a oh. as uh, an act of anxiety. And yeah, but I, I was super anxious as a kid. You were. Absolutely. He was. I was yeah. convinced my parents would die, and like I would be alone. Uh, all that oh. kind of stuff, yeah. Like I was very like it was like all the Disney movies where like one of the parents has to die. Mm-hmm. I was convinced like yeah, my dad's probably gonna die. He'll get in a car accident. Like if if my parents were late getting home, like my mom says she's gonna be home at four thirty, and it's like four forty five. I'm like uh, something's That's probably happened. That, hmm. Would you have guessed that about Al? Yeah. Because you're you there's no, something so really. calm about you that yeah. I would never have guessed. His that. fingernails would not agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was like uh, me as a kid, and then eventually. Uh, you kind of grow up and you get a little more confident and um, living abroad for two years, like with nothing and not being able to talk to anybody. Right. That kind of grows you up pretty quick. You know, yeah. so things like that, you just kind of have to get through it. But still the fingernail biting a little bit. Oh, I still do it. It's it's now it's more like pleasurable. It's like, he oh likes yeah, it. that's yeah. a good fingernail to bite. Yeah. Do you, I, yeah. do either of you, would any of the biters you know. ever do the super gross thing that no. I have seen people do? Yes. Where they use their fingernails to clean out their teeth. No. Wait. You mean you like mean? No. after you've cut it? Yeah. No. Oh. You bite it and then you put it then, through your no. teeth. Yes. You I've done it once. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I've done it. I don't like it though. I did it once. The reason I remember doing it is because I got stuck. <laughs> And then I was like, "This is useless," and so I pulled it out what? and have not done it. But wait, did it? Did, did the situation just occur where you're like? It was I in just my ate mouth. Corn, and now I'm biting biting my nails, so I'm going to stick this in my tooth. Like what? How? What made no, you decide to do it? No, it was there was nothing stuck in my teeth. Okay. I was biting my nails, and then I was playing with the nail in my mouth. Oh. So disgusting! <laughs> I know it's disgusting. No, no, I like it. And then I pushed it through the front two teeth. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it got. But stuck. that's not like cleaning it out. That's not using yeah. it as a toothpick. No, no, no. That's what I've done that. With it but in it gets space stuck, teeth. and I can't do it. My teeth are too close together. Usually what I'll do if it, rarely do I have that much nail in my mouth because there's so little ever, but I'll like bite it into tiny little slivers and then mm. so that and then spit it out or whatever or swallow it. Swallow <laughs> it. Well, it's a nail. Well, so most people aren't eating their nails. Nails. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to spit it out on the carpet right, or anything. That know? would be gross. It's just calcium or whatever. It just gets made into more nails. <laughs> I see. I it's think, recycling, Daniel. I think you are like, oh, there's a little bit of growth here. I have to remove that. Is so that for me, you, okay. it's a combination of uh, nervous, anxious energy, but mostly, the, I feel like the surface of my nails is really rough, and so it's always like catching on stuff. Like mm. my, and then it, I just have a, a compulsive 
need to try to smooth it so that when I'm biting it, I'm just trying to like mm-hmm. smooth the nail, which doesn't work. It only makes it more rough. Right. And is, a nail file doesn't work for you? Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, work, they work for everyone, actually. Almost no one's nails are impervious to being filed. Well, but now I have like files that I get for like crafts that I find are really good. Oh, and they, perfect. And I use it. But, you know, back to the tweezer man thing, the, the old fashioned like nail clippers that have that little swing out thing. Thick. That little thing that swings out is useless for both of the things it's designed yes. for. Yes. It's not good for cleaning Because it's out. got that little pivot on it. Yeah, and it's a useless yeah. file. Yes, it's too small. Someone needs to come out with one that maybe Tweezer Man. Isn't that thing called an emery board? Yep. An emery board, I don't think is the, the it's one. It's a nail on, file. Yeah, yeah but right. it's like made, it's, it's not metal. Right, right, right. But sure. yes, it is called an emery board. I... If I if my nails are painted and man if I go and get a manicure I do not bite my nails and they will grow out and it's great. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm just bored then I'll start to pick at them and if they get too I don't like having long nails so I will bite them if they get too long. But my nervous tick switch I used to bite my nails really bad. Then I kind of got over it, but my nervous tick now is the hair thing that we've talked about. Sucking on your hair. And and now my hair was too short to do it and it's just now long oh. enough Uh-oh. again. And it's like immediately started right back Is up. it sucking on your hair or twirling it's your hair? It's twirling it and rubbing it up against my mouth. <laughs> it's really weird. Ayala does that. I can't stop though. And it just grew back out. And I noticed over the weekend, I started doing it. I would totally do that if I had long hair. <sighs> it's so hard. Yeah. Al hates it. It's a little distracting. Because <laughs> yeah. she she like breathes in with it. So it's I like... like <laughs> Is that what it sounds yeah, like? That's what it sounds like. Oh, weird. So it's like if you're sitting, you just hear like, <laughs> and you're like, "Are you dying? Are you okay? Can you just blowing can you focus on my hair? So we're having a conversation. It's like I can't. Oh, I Wendy. can't control it. See, Wendy doesn't like it either. Wendy heard it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you know, Daniel, when the baby comes, I'm not going to have as much time to remind you Nail, when you're please. biting your nails. Yeah. Nails. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes I'll say... I could just give you the drop and you just put it on your phone. <laughs> Thank you. And then you could just hit it. This is a regular Nails. Nails. Like you could nails. call me. I'll, be, I'll, have it as, I'll have it as my ringtone for when you call and then you could just call me. Okay. And the nails. Sometimes I will say... And the funny thing is when I... I funny is the wrong word i just go nails 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 <laughs> and then you'll say to me no it's mustache because i don't know what you do sometimes with your mustache. the mustache hairs will get this is like low and i'll just like yes and i'll like bite the, but it's, it's not a kind it's like a it's must it's listen, but he's so happy when he says it you're like ha, got you <laughs> okay. oh. Ricardo Herrera says When seeing someone I haven't seen in a while Feel that I'm happier to see them Than they are to see me I don't have this regularly But there are certain people who are just very Cool and chill And they don't get like girly And like oh my god it's so good to see you Whereas I don't think naturally I am one of those like ah, Kind of girls but You're I think not. that I'm not I know but no. I feel like it's sort of so, like it gets socialized into women to be kind of chirpy when seeing someone they haven't seen in a long time. So there are times where I'm a little bit like that. And if the other person is not like that, then I feel like a little bit silly. Well, the way to handle that is if you're like, oh, good to see you. And then they don't, you can pretend it was for someone often <laughs> and then just keep walking doing that. I don't mean that they, they, 
they aren't happy to see you. They're just like, hey, it's good to see you. And then I think, oh, I wish I could just be it's like a that. Power that's, move. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I like to match the energy of whoever I'm meeting. So if they're just super hyper, then I have mm-hmm. to match it. Yeah. 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 Eric says, every time I see a celebrity's name in the Facebook trending topics, I immediately think they just died. I think that's yes. fairly common. Yes, for sure. Oh, I don't think that. Really? Just no, like, I always think What trouble are they in now? Let me guess. I did iCloud have- nudes. <laughs> Uh-oh, someone did something. Yeah, that's usually what I think. I, I had a really amazing celebrity sighting this week, oh, and I don't tell. normally care about those ever, but I was- Was it rock and roll? No, it was not rock and roll. I was waiting to go into a pitch, and this old man was sitting next to me, talking to this young woman, and I was just like looking at my phone, practicing the pitch or whatever, and I heard him talk, and he was, and I looked over, and it was fucking Robert De Niro. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. And he was sitting like as close as Janet, and like, I, I just, I get starstruck about like really geeky 90 indies rockers. Like if I saw Mac from Super Chunk, I would lose my <laughs> mind. But like, Jen, Jenna, Jenna's going to be, that one's going to be coming up again. But Super for Chunk. I, Okay. I like did a double take where I like literally looked at him and he looked at me and he, his eyes he was like that's right I'm Robert De Niro and I have some other <laughs> shit to do but it was a that one actually felt a little a little special. I got into an elevator once with Mel Gibson and I did not know what to do. <laughs> what, are the, what are the options? Is, <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah. Well, you feel like you should, right? But then you're like, no, you have to act like a normal person right now because this is actually a normal person. You can't just be like, you're a cartoon character from my childhood. But famous people are super used to that weird energy uh-huh. of yeah. how people, they're super, super accustomed we to We are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Mark Duranso says, when I grab a lid for my soda at a fast food restaurant, I always take the second or third from the top of the pile. I tend to do this with like everything, things in the grocery store. I don't know why though, but I kind of do. Not with lids. I don't do that with lids. I feel like the top one's been touched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's this why. Isn't, this isn't like a magazine that people are taking off and putting back, though. Yeah, but you know, like when you get two lids accidentally, oh, and then mm. you touch that lid and you put it back on the pile, and then you come but along. But then you're doing that. Right. Other people do that. <laughs> and so the well, top now they lid are. that you're grabbing. It's a self-sustaining phenomenon. <laughs> it wasn't yes. five seconds ago in my reality, but now it's See? happening. Yeah, what but- I do is when I grab two by mistake, I take one and put it on my drink, and the other one I put As a three hat. deep. Do you really? <laughs> no. no. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> right, like if there's an accidental card up on the poker table. Um, but what you're talking about, Al, I... I think about doing that too, but then by doing that, you you have now touched three lids. Yeah. So you're actually being as uncool. That's what I'm saying. Right? Contributing to the problem. So if you just took off the top, you're actually helping the problem. But rather, I looked right? out for number one. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm going to start doing five lids. Now you got to go f- deeper and go six lids. They should I, just individually Depends on what kind of back leader you are. I would say that sometimes if I grab two by mistake, I will actually throw the one I've away. Done, that's what I do. And put I the one on, away. on my... Uh, on my drink. I licked the extra one for good luck. And put it back. <laughs> uh, former employer used to take a stir stick, stir his coffee, and then put it back into the pile of clean sticks, which to me is so Ooh. antisocial. Didn't want to waste. Yeah, but I feel what? like what if someone doesn't want your coffee on there? And it's con- now contaminated yeah. with coffee. Those come all the like way. four million in a box. I know. And they're made of wood, so they can be recycled or whatever. They're like the most yeah. harmless product in the world, I guess. Principal. He was very right? proud that he used to do Principal. that, and I always thought, ick. Yeah, I met icky. Okay. Jennifer Lynch says, hate when people say, I'll talk to you later when ending a phone conversation. 
I hate when I say that to someone that I know I'm never <laughs> going to talk to again, like when I'm on the phone with Time Warner or something. <laughs> and, you know, and you get... you. By the way, there's no short call with fucking Time Warner. You know, you're on all afternoon. It's like, oh, what are you doing Sunday? Um, and see, so if you feel like they're part of the family, you got real chummy with them. At yeah, the end and then there. at the end, be like, all right, talk to you later. And then and I'm not gonna hopefully ever talk to you again later. It's good. That good one doesn't. That one doesn't stuff. bother me as much. Yeah, it doesn't as, like, really bother me. Cheers bothers me. Yeah. I don't like cheers. In an yeah. email you mean or in person? Or even in person. People say, like, oh, cheers, man. And you're like, no, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Are you from England? Are you from Australia? Yeah, Maybe. Sure. No, don't do then that. It's not allowed. Cheers is an email send off. I'm not big on. Same with yeah. chow. Chow. Yeah. I kind of feel the same oh, way about Oh, I haven't chow. seen chow lately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that new? No, I don't think so. You know what I kind of like those when people invent their own? Like, I have a friend who goes onward with an exclamation point, and it's just like, uh, yes! He's <laughs> probably in IT. <laughs> no, he's a creator. He's a producer. You know what I've seen a few times, and I understand the thought behind it, but I don't know if I like it warmly. Mm. Warmly. No. <laughs> because it's too much like, I'm, I'm not a bitch. Bye. <laughs> don't think of me as a bitch. Bye. Yeah. With regards. <laughs> <laughs> I just do thanks. But then often, I'm so used to just saying that I don't think about it for business emails. And then I'll do it in personal emails. Sometimes I'm thinking, well, I'm, what am I thinking? But you for? never do THX, do you? Never. Okay. Oh, right. yeah, I'll just no, say no. thanks. Well, now I'll just, I, I've actually started leaving off the, you call it salutation? What is it? The just salutation. Yeah, salutation. Yeah. I, I, I've, I just leave it off now. I'll just go like DQ. Just Dan- oh, DQ. DQ oh. or slash Daniel or something. Sometimes it'd be uh, smart aleck with business emails. If it's really like official and businessy and technical or something, I'll sign off. Love, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's good. That's real good. Yeah, or XOXO, funny. Jeff. No, I'll try that one. <laughs> By the way, XOXO, you, sometimes you type it real fast. It'll be XOXI. Be careful because I means finger in the butt. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and you don't want that in a business context. Also... Oftentimes, I'll see like it's not just XO, it's X something. Maybe it's just like, like Jenna, would you ever sign it XJ? No. I feel like people do that. What? They, kisses Jenna? Is that what that would be? I think it's like, kiss. yeah, kisses Jenna. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, and maybe it's a lady Are thing. Are you sneezing? Yeah, she's definitely sneezing. <laughs> Those are have, some very lady-like sneezes. What a tiny little sneeze. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. And how in, many was that? They come in swarms. Five. Five, maybe. Yeah. Five. Do you feel relieved or do you feel I like do. you need I feel, to sneeze? I got it out. I feel I like those are out. like princess sneezes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My sneezes at this point are like... <gasps> and then everyone like goes into Midwestern tornado preparedness <laughs> and then I my face explodes <laughs> and my crotch have your sneezes <laughs> changed since getting pregnant yes they're stronger different... and there's a few of them in a row you're usually. sneezing for two I, apparently I am <laughs> and I sneeze all the time too okay Bree Heth or Brea or Bria I don't know whenever I find or kill a spider in my house I immediately image search brown recluse to make sure that's not what it was <laughs> yes I feel like this is a thing from our childhood this fear of a brown recluse I don't know which one yeah. is a brown recluse but I'm always afraid all spiders are that yeah because they show us those pictures of oh the gosh. skin yes. like ugh. necrotizing fasciitis <laughs> yes exactly that's what it's called we- um but 
why do people say he was a recluse and that spider is a brown recluse? They're the same fucking word. It's it a brown recluse. Word. Oh, I see. What you're like, the, why is it resume and resume? But only specific to spiders. Wait, say that again. How did it? You would say like, oh, he stays in his house all the time. He's a recluse. And what's yes. the name of that spider, Allison? A brown recluse. Right. But they're different. But they're the same words. Why do people say them differently? How? But I just I hear them the same. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do. How, are you? Recluse? How are you? Recluse? Recluse. Recluse. Oh, you're saying recluse. where the emphasis yeah. the, the is on the wrong syllable recluse when you say the spider. Recluse. I think I say them the same. A recluse? It's Wait. a brown recluse. That guy's a oh, recluse. Yeah. yeah, but it's a brown recluse. recluse. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, but only weird. with the spider. I think hmm. because we don't want to assign it a human, human characteristic. Because human <laughs> <laughs> you don't really think of that spider as being like... I hate going outside. Yeah. I have to spider. go hunting and I have to go because it makes someone's it sad. forearm. Yeah, he's yeah, just a recluse. <laughs> you know? Is that what that means? Like, as, and are there spiders that are super outgoing? Is. <laughs> no, but I bet it's like one of those Heidi in the shadows type spiders. You know, is like, like a black spiders? widow. Yeah, I think yeah. they live like in like the, a, in your old tire or whatever. Like yeah. a black widow. <laughs> <laughs> we would get black widows in Tucson. Like if we went into the shed and you went past the um, happiness is a tight pussy shirt, <laughs> there there were often black widows mm. in there, and those things are the nastiest fucking creatures uh can we talk about arizona for a second here Mm -hmm. we went to phoenix for a very quick trip two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and i saw you said scorpions yeah Mm -hmm. we stayed with alan's brother Mm -hmm. and my sister-in-law was like do you want to go outside and go on a scorpion hunt (laughs) and i was like is that some hilarious joke you're telling me right now because that doesn't sound real and she ran and got her black light black light yeah and we walked two steps out their door, and she's like, "Oh, look!" And it was just right there. Uh, yeah, there were so many. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. How can you? Even Why would live? anyone live there? Yes. There, there are more scorpions in Phoenix though than in Tucson. Oh. They're not as as common, but okay. yeah. I just couldn't believe how quickly. I mean, it was like I thought we would be outside for a Hunting. while. Those, I get spooked out. It was like two seconds. Those scorpions are almost like cockroaches, Ugh. but their the, their sting isn't like that crazy deadly sting that you're. I've used been to stung hearing. by one. You yeah, never? They, did you ever get stung by one? No, but they suck. But it's not like it's going to kill you. Oh, I well, think I think with scorpions. There are some that are really dangerous. Yes. Small. Someone told me yeah, like the, the smaller, smaller ones are get. more dangerous, but the sort of large yellow one that lives in the yeah. desert around there, it hurts really badly for a couple of hours, but it's not uh, dangerous. Right. How did you get bit by one? I got bit by one outside of my tent in Baja. I got up one morning and I was like putting my shoes on. There wasn't one in my shoes, like everyone says, but Ugh. I slipped my foot under the mat, under under the tarp under our tent and it hit me immediately. The shoe thing... I still do that to this day. If I with like my slippers or whatever, every you time shake I, them out. I shake them out every time. I'm always like shaking spiders or trying to shake spiders yeah. out. Or, I had a giant, huge, huge spider in my shoe in Utah last summer, and I've st- I'm not over it. I just can't. <laughs> I still think about it all the time. How, when did you just Ugh. discover? After it? my foot felt it, I slipped oh! my foot in. Oh! I slipped my foot in. I was like, that's pretty hairy. Something <laughs> something's not right. And I pulled my foot out and I shook my shoe at huge i mean probably how what size size. would you say that is baseball baseball when the body is like big it was awful 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 yeah when they have a big carapace or whatever that thing is called spiders are the worst i love spiders of course you do you like insects i like insects i really like insects my mom is not afraid of any insects at all at like she growing up would see a spider on the wall walk over smash it with her hand and throw it away. That's bold and brave. Yeah. I've, legit. I, 
Yeah, my parents can like clap a fly. I can't. I need wads of paper. And, yeah, me too. Um, I need <laughs> an entire roll of toilet yes. paper. Yes. I don't want to feel a crunch with my fingers. Ugh. Yeah. Or no. any sort of. Ugh. Yeah. You don't want the. Ugh. I think I'm very allergic to something right now, and I don't know what it is, but it's affecting my ability to Salditos. speak. It was my <laughs> sneeze. Maybe. Yeah. No, maybe you, whatever you made you sneeze is making me sneeze, oh, maybe. too. <clears throat> it might be the Saladitos. But there's only plums and salt in them. They're so gross. <laughs> I need to sniffle. I Paul, feel please. like I'm swollen just from... Yeah, my mouth, my tongue feels swollen right? from, from having it in my mouth for 30 seconds. I'm serious, it does. But they, so they, gross. But they come from Taiwan or China, so I'm sure there's nothing funky in there. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I f- I'm sorry, you guys. I feel bad. No, no, no it's fun. Foisting saladitos. Sometimes, no, it was exciting. Yeah. That's, that's okay. what it is, yeah. Snack chat should sometimes be this. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it makes the highs higher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Dennis Allen Cox says... Just mirror everyone. And <laughs> did you just laugh at that? Who did that? <laughs> and, an unignorable urge to steal corn this time of year when passing cornfields. It's very location specific, James. Yep, I got I've it. Never had it. <laughs> never had that. Al? I, I understand it. Okay. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. Explain. Like when you're. Corn is so good. And in the Midwest, sweet corn is amazing. And you're just driving and you see fields of corn. Miles. And it's as accessible. far as the eyes can see. Yeah. All you do is pull over. No one's going to see you. And you're like, I just want to pull a couple of years off. And It's like very repulsive. Why not? Of you. I mean, like, if you were to do that, do they have security cameras? Do they well, stick the dogs on stealing. I mean, honey air corn. They have I security can. cameras for avocado fields, a lot of them. I bet they would. Yeah. Because yeah. avocado is so valuable. I did what you're talking about when I was in, when I lived in San Francisco with Artichoke. Four avocados. Oh, yeah, there were a couple of places we would peel off where we would go to look and see if there was surf and steel. We would steal artichoke, but just like one or two. I never felt that bad about it. Honestly, like I think, sorry, Jeff, the, I think the farmers would come out and be like, it's cool, man, whatever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also cornfields are gigantic. I mean, they're yeah. impossible to secure. And then there's also the built in security of who gives a shit? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's corn. It's, it's fucking corn. And. There's a ton of it, and it's worth nothing. Right, it's yeah. the cheapest food ever invented. <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you want to get drunk and pull up to my cornfield and steal a couple of ears of corn, it's like, oh well, pay me back one one thousandth of a cent when you get around to it. <laughs> Sounds um, good. Though. I would never have the urge to steal something that would involve that much preparation before enjoying it. That, you know what I mean? Like I've never had the urge. You to can see. eat sweet corn raw, though, right? You can. Absolutely. Well, you, you could, yeah, yeah. But like, I would still just be like, oh, I got this big sack of corn. I'm gonna go home and boil it up. Yeah. And just really no, that's finish. when you put it on the engine of your car and it cooks on the drive home. Oh, there you can see. There you go. <laughs> Same with stealing artichokes. It's like can't wait to get these home. Cut the sharp por- por- parts off. Boil a whole thing <laughs> oh, in water. Man. Put them in the water. They're a lot of work, but they're I worth it. I still don't yeah. know how to eat an artichoke. Oh, really? I have no idea. Really? Yeah, never done it terrified of they're it. really good so, so they're really good. Good. So good i yeah i mean i've had artichoke i've just never experienced the, the actual yeah the whole thing where you, oh, where you can like order a whole one yeah. and then do that weird thing you see people do or right. like, you peel the leaves off right and dip them in something and you eat the end and of the then, leaves yeah, you, yeah. yeah my mom used leaf. to make artichoke all the time you had artichoke too allison right yes when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah so did we so did you yeah yeah it's one of the more labor-intensive natural foods up there with pomegranates. Yes, mm. which pomegranates I still can't get behind. Oh, oh my qu- God, orange I'm so County. behind pomegranates. I do Question. love pomegranates, so yeah. 
I read uh, an entry from my journal, and I talked about how my friends all smoke, and they refer to it. They say, "Let's go pop a Saudi." Did Never you ever heard hear it. that. Okay, that means maybe- cigarettes. Yeah. No, we maybe. called them gritters when we. Oh were yeah, kids. they called them grits. Yeah, too. we called no, them. No, grit was later. Yeah. In uh, they just this particular group of friends would say, "Let's pop a Saudi." Mm-hmm. Okay, and they maybe. smoked Marlboros. But also camels. They smoked both. Right. Again, I can understand it if it's camels. Yeah. Well, perhaps this was just CDM. Okay. Um, Jeff Dodson says, just mirror everyone. Okay, this is not truly a just mirror everyone, but I'm going to read it anyway. Wait staff overly attentive, then vanish as soon as you want to pay the bill. I have experienced that recently. In fact, I just experienced that the other day with my mom and my sister, and I thought... It's weird. This guy was such a good waiter, except now he is gone. Why? So they're saying this happens all the time, like whenever you want to pay the bill. Yeah, like have you noticed that the wait wait staff will be super attentive, and then by the time you're trying to pay, they're they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's probably because in the waiter's mind, it's like the work's done. That's true. They've got the food. They don't need, you know, they've checked in a couple times to see how you're doing, and now you're you're off their list. If you're at a busy enough restaurant, the opposite of that is true, actually. Right. They want to get out. They want you out of there. Yeah, this was an off time. And lastly, Jared C. says, whenever I smell certain hair or beauty products or other things with coconut oil, I instantly think of gummy worms. Do they smell the same? Really? I think of rum. I didn't make it up. Wait, I'm confused. Gummy worms taste like coconut oil? Apparently. Sure, I don't know. Just you. Just you. Just you. Just 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 you. you. Just you. I would like gummy worms then, I think. (laughs) Yeah, because Daniel loves coconut. I love coconut. He will sing the praises of the coconut to you. It's versatility. Uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> All right. It's a it's a a very underrated food item. I think you know, it's gaining a lot though. Well, I feel I like I formed oh, this opinion about five years ago okay. when it was really flying under the radar. Coconut oil is all over the place yeah. and in everything. Yeah. These it, days. It might be time to abandon my position on coconut as underrated. I get little bumps on the backs of my arms, and so I was using coconut oil in the shower on them, and it really did improve. But then I thought, but who cares? You know, that coincided with the shower getting really slippery. <laughs> it, it act- yes, it did. I was greasing the shower. But, you know, I'm sorry. I got to revisit this, JMO. Whenever I smell certain hair or beauty products or other things with coconut oil, I instantly think of gummy worms. I think that there are hair and beauty products that might smell like gummy worms, but it's not the coconut. It's like a fruity. Yeah, it's gummy scent. Exactly. Yes, that thing I know. Ayala has a bunch of shampoos that smell like fruit and shit like that. Right. Hmm. Let's talk about... (laughs) Thank you, Jeff. Let's talk about a dog. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. Dagny is a dog that comes very highly recommended from dog trainer Laura London, who works with adoptable dogs at the Downey Animal Shelter. Now, the sheet that I'm looking at, her profile says 
She's a Pitbull Terrier and a Boston Terrier mix, but I thought that she was a Pitbull and a Boxer, except that she's pretty small, so maybe is Boston Terrier. But anyway, she's super cute. This precious blue-eyed girl is Dagny, D-A-G-N-E. She's the perfect, small-sized, happy, social, smart, young dog that can fit into any family. Her stunning looks is what caught our attention, that one blue eye. So she's got one blue eye, one brown eye. Uh, what a looker. Once we got her out into the play yard, she was able to strut her stuff. She knows sit down, touch, and focus with just a couple of treats. She sits calmly next to you if you are busy and wait, not begging, not needy. Wendy. She's a dream. We will spend our time with her adding more commands and polishing what she already knows. Come see her soon. She's going to go fast. She's she's super cute. She's two years old. Uh, She's a good, small, smallish size, playful, friendly, and smart. And if you'd like to know more about her, go to shelterme.com slash downy slash Dagny training program, or there will be a link to her profile page in the episode summary of this show on my website. You guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Sorry thank you're you. all salty. No <laughs> problem. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen. Here's your new best